You are listening to a Pleasure Podcast. For more from our Sex Podcast Collective, visit PleasurePodcasts.com. Welcome to American Sex, the award-winning podcast dedicated to challenging those puritanical, backward-ass ideals that we have in the U.S. I'm Sunny Megatron, and my co-host is Ken Melvoin-Berg. We're sexuality educators, pleasure advocates, and ridiculous, sadistic kinksters. We're also non-monogamously married to each other. So strap in or strap one on. In this house, your pleasure is power. Your kink is customizable. And your subversive perversions are revolutionary. Welcome, my friends, to episode 204 of American Sex. This episode is part two of my conversation with Melina Williams-Haas. Now, part one was last episode, episode 203. But the cool thing about this, I got to pat myself on the back for, is that I cut the episode to where if you're just tuning in for this one, you're still going to get a lot out of it. Now, do I think you should listen to both? Well, yeah, I sure do. And will you get a lot more context as to how we arrived at where we are in this conversation? If you listen to the last one? Yep, for sure. But will you be completely lost if you're starting with this episode? Mm, Not really. Now, in the whole of this conversation, i.e. both parts, Melina shares how her rocky relationship with a community that she once loved, which is the BDSM and leather communities, uh, transformed into an unexpected journey of healing and growth. And in true Melina fashion, the insights that she gleaned from this transformative, powerful experience are life lessons that we all can benefit from, no matter if they are chosen community family or family family or a community outside of BDSM. Now, in this half, we really lean into that life lesson part and the usable advice that you can take and apply in your own life. Some of the themes in this part of our conversation is how to say, you know, fuck the BDSM community status quo, getting past that illusion or stereotype of the supposed tos of kink and digging underneath that to identify what your needs actually are and how to honor them. We touch on navigating uh, boundary setting within the context of BDSM dynamics, breaking the mold of how your chosen power role or kink role or orientation, whatever you want to call it, dom, sub, all the things, D-type, S-type, you know, how that identity is supposed to act. I'm doing the finger quotes, right? Like real doms do this. Oh, subs are only supposed to do that. We're going to get past all of that and carve out customizable kink. Oh, I said my phrase. I said my phrase. We dig into the root of what DS dynamics are supposed to be, which is, quote, to make my life better. What does that mean? How do you figure that out? How do you fit that into your roles? Uh, And also, Melina gives advice for people re-entering the community or entering the community for the first time. And again, although this conversation is in the context of kink, change a couple of the details and all of this great life advice can apply to 
any community, whether it's sex positive or alt sex or otherwise. Now, if you're not familiar with Melina, listen to the last episode. I give more of her bio, but I'll give you like the quick rundown. Visit the episode description, though. It's got everything. So just know Melina Williams-Haas is a kick-ass kink educator. She's an award-winning executive pervert. She identifies as a slave. She's colored and owned by her husband, who is contemporary composer Georg Haas. She's won leather titles. She's written books. She's had documentaries made about her. And again, she's an all-around kick-ass human being. But before we get to all of that... Let's do what we got to do. Let's wash the balls. Yeah, that's what we call housekeeping here on American Sex. And there's not a whole lot, so I'll make it really quick. Uh, Just a reminder, if you haven't noticed, uh, everything is still going to hell in a handbasket. And by everything, I mean, you know, democracy, uh, sexual freedom, just freedoms in general. There's still a lot of bills, both nationally and state level, being proposed that threaten trans kids and adults, uh, threaten reproductive rights, and marginalized groups of all different types, LGBTQIA, people of color, like you name it, the list goes on. Go to the show notes. I've got info on how to contact your legislators about the Restrict Act, which is aka the TikTok ban. That's actually a bill that gives the government ability to restrict, intercept, and monitor really any communication that uses the internet if it's on a platform with over a million users uh, and carries a 20-year prison sentence and up to a million-dollar fine for anyone attempting to access those restricted apps or platforms, etc., sites with a VPN. It's not good. It's not good. Also, the Earn It Act that I've talked about before, it's rearing its head again, and that basically, in a nutshell, ends all end-to-end encrypted communication. It's a lot. You know, I've, I've talked about a lot of this stuff in past episodes. So point being, it's still all out there. Stay diligent. Learn what you can about these things. Contact your legislators. Go visit the link in the show notes. It's uh, it's a lot. It's a lot. I, I tell you, I do want to bury my head in the sand. If I could, I would, but I can't democracy is counting on us. Uh, Anyway, in addition to that, go to the show notes. You'll find all sorts of other links there. And it's the episode description and whatever podcast player you're listening to. Uh, I've got Melina's links. There's links to discounts, the episode sponsors, our Patreon page, link to our free Discord community. Also my free BDSM negotiation mini workbook. So make sure to check all of that out. And as always, if you enjoy American Sex, please tell your friends and consider leaving us a review. Guess what? That's it. These balls are clean. So here's part two of my conversation with Melina Williams-Haas about lessons from the leather community, but more specifically, how to live your truth in BDSM or your chosen community counterculture or otherwise, like, especially when that community is counterculture. It's supposed to be about choice and not following the status quo. But what happens when you don't follow the status quo chosen family social group forms its own status quo? You find out in this conversation with Melina. Enjoy. Right. 
perverted, kinky thought that like not they even talk about themselves the they were monsters, you know? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. If you have like cannibal fantasies and you're just like, I don't know, whatever, and you can't even like say I have a cannibal fantasy, then then your psychology might start folding in on itself. But if you can just be like, I have a cannibal fantasy and someone else is like, self-cannibalism, auto-cannibalism, is that, or like stranger cannibalism, family cannibalism, what kind of cannibalism exactly? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like if you can yeah. talk to that person, you're going to step back for a moment and say, maybe I'm not a monster. And this is part of the reason why I, I'm perpetually spewing shit on social media, because if you can talk about that really fucked up shit in a way that shows other people that they're not getting piled on for it, then maybe they come a step closer. They might not ever say anything out loud, but their psychological health has just been improved because they don't feel alone anymore. Mm-hmm. Right? Like it's, it's a thing. And it's, you know, I was, I was talking to a potential client the other day and, and they were talking about, you know, these fantasies that they had. And I said, you know, and they were sort of hesitant about bringing it up. And I said, look, I have a, an acquaintance of mine who committed an act of auto cannibalism at a kinky camp. So if you can think of something further than that in your mind. And she was like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, I've had like, the same like, sort of conversations that it's like, they're like, how is that possible? I'm like, well, let's think. And then they're like, oh my God. Yeah. I guess you can do it safely, thoughtfully, you know, or not safe, you know, harm reduction, safe as possible. Cause exactly. shit can always go wrong, but you don't have to murder someone to get a little fly meat. Yeah. You do not. Yeah. You do not. No yeah. one has to die. Mm-hmm. Right. And so this is part of why I'm super excited about being able to bring that to the rest of the world. So I was like, can I just be famous now? Because I just need my own TV show so I can just be like, you're fine. Right. <laughs> right. Like, let's brainstorm a way, a way that we can get you that without, you know, you having to do something that we're going to read about. Because you know? exactly. <laughs> like, we, you know, I, and I hate, again, it's like, I don't know what it is. I think I am secretly attracted to cliches because I did come up with this. And it's, if you can think it, you can kink it. You can't. There is always a way to figure so out how to do the really fucked up thing in a way that it still feels fucked up, but it's not really fucked up. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And this is what this is part of what is so fantastic about having a rich fantasy life. And this is what's so fantastic about being with people who are willing to talk about that. Mm-hmm. And this is the gift that being in community gives you. It's that you have a high degree of likelihood that the person's not even going to blink when you reveal your gross shit. Mm-hmm. You know, because probably we've heard it. Yeah. And if we haven't heard it, we're going to like pretend that we're cool with it. <laughs> right. Or like, seriously, I, you know, I'll come across like new fetishes and or, or like someone has this like fantasy that I never even conceptualize. And like, it could be the weirdest thing. But to me, I'm like, ooh, why, <laughs> exactly. how, what have you, oh, let's talk about go, it. Let's go right into like logistics, right? You're like, yeah. huh, okay. So if we were to get 10 dead octopus would it feel like <laughs> exactly yeah yeah totally oh god so it's 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 just really delightful to me to sort of have this rebirth mm-hmm. right to have this like and it's just it's not just rebirth it's also re-energizing yeah especially having the energy to, to walk into the next conference mm-hmm. and to look forward to it 
you know, like this is the, also just a thing about being around in any subculture for that amount of time. You forget how many fucking people you run into. I know. Like, you yeah. forget like so many people, like like of this conference of hundreds of people, like six, seven hundred people. Half of them were people who like I had run across somehow either online or in person over the years. Yeah. And I was just and, and again, it just feels like this crazy family reunion where you have like the eighth cousin three times removed that you saw once, you know, in Kansas at this barbecue. Yeah. But you still remember like the few lines of conversation that you had at the time. So there's that bond and we're all there because we're all weirdos. Right. And so that's the other thing about the community that's really awesome is that I'm like, oh, right. It's all just, it's all made of weirdos. It's weirdos all the way down. <laughs> it really is. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So like before this happened, yeah. I'm. did you think like, this is it? Like for community? Like, you know, I had my time with community. It was fun while it lasted. It got a little weird. Now I'm done. Yeah. I kind of felt like not that per se but I felt like initially I thought well maybe I can like annually go to this one thing uh -huh. you know I thought well maybe this thing is the thing for me um until we got to the contest portion of the weekend and my owner turns to me and says I want to be international master and I was like <laughs> you you want to you want to enter a leather kind of like this had never been on the radar like just you know, and I had said, well, I won a regional title and I won the international title. I'm done. Like, it's not a thing. And yes, there are master slave titles, but every time I had seen these titles done, it was so performative so often. There were so many people who lived normal last lives and then they would run for a leather contest and suddenly there was this protocol and suddenly they were silent one and a half steps behind and suddenly you know the master was all mastery the slave was all slavey and like their behaviors changed and i right. saw this on a couple of different occasions and i was like this is just bullshit right and i'm like i'm not that type of slave like i'm you would not know unless we told you that we had a dynamic because it's not your fucking business i don't roll through the world like that that's not who i am uh -huh. so to go from that to basically people saying, oh, of course you're running. You have to run. Like you and Georg would be amazing, you know, title holders. And I'm like, really? Because we're not, you know, people assume, A, that he's the submissive because he's, you know, chill and quiet and doesn't like stomp around and, you know, bark at me and haul me around by my neck. And he's been very transparent about his struggles and his, you know, psychological shit and and, and and all of that. But I said, but how many people who want, who are dominant, who are masters are feeling like they're too broken to be in these types of relationships? Uh -huh. And my thing is, maybe you're too broken to be in this type of master-slave relationship, but there's a master-slave relationship that would fit you in the places where you are cracked and you need that support. Uh-huh. Right? Like, how is that? How are... So, so we stand for those people. I'm like, the, the, maybe we don't win. Maybe that's not who people want to see. But if that is who people want to see, I can see we're us stepping up to the plate and saying, here's what our MS looks like. Yeah. <laughs> maybe you do it differently and that's fine. Maybe you are more formal and that's fine. But maybe there's room at the table for the rest of us who aren't that. Right. Who aren't neurotypical, who, who, who do move through the world in a, in a place that might be confusing or baffling for folks. 
but who are also willing to be open and talk about it. And that's true for both of us. And so I was like, okay, fine, fine. Let's do it. Fine. (laughs) (gasps) The world needs it. I mean, you know, I mean, my thing is kink is customizable and it's like, that's what I mean. You know, and, and we're humans. We want to like, you know, the minute we, you know, we're all, we're, we're like, okay, we're not like everyone else. Right. Okay. And this is what I thought when I got into the kink community, I thought, oh, kinksters, like they, uh, don't follow those prescriptive rules of how you should act and how you should be. And I was finally like, got up the courage to like, you know, start to get into a community and go to my first munch. And I'm like, you guys are just as prescriptive as like, the, the rest of the world out there, but instead of yeah. being like, this is what a wife does, and this is what a husband does, and this is blah, 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 blah. like they're very heteronormative, very, it's like you're just like, this is what a slave does, and this is what a master does. And it's like, that's not, I thought I was going to come here to like put on a clown nose and, you know, be a, a, a sadist <laughs> who's also a bottom. And they're like, you can't do that. It's like, why oh. the fuck not? I'm not like, Uh-oh. you know, killing somebody. I'm having fucking fun. If I can think it, I can kink it. And I was really disappointed when I, I got into, you know, I found the kink community that I didn't think existed. And I was like, to me, that's what kink is. It's like, the sky's yeah. the limit. Like, figure out how to do it in an intentional, ethical, consensual way, whatever the fuck it is. And I was like, what do you mean it's not like that? And uh, I'm glad it's becoming that. And it's becoming it that really because of people like you being up there in those highly visible positions saying like, you know, uh, collectively as the King community, we all said like, fuck the status quo, fuck the system. And then we made our own status quo and our mm-hmm. own system. And you're up there saying, fuck even our status quo and our system. Fuck it entirely. Yeah, yeah. You know, one of the more, one of the, two of the most moving moments I had were moments of people sharing what on the surface seems like sadness. Two different people came up to me, uh, one themselves and one in relation to another person and said, uh, you're talk your 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 speech motivated them to leave their relationships so many of us want connection intimacy and good sex but how do you get them well by adopting the mindset of an erotic explorer learning new things to keep the creativity flowing, and that can take you and your partners to places you've only dreamed of. And Beducated can help get you there. Beducated brings pleasure-based sex education right to your bedroom. Access over 100 online courses from the world's top experts. It's a safe place for all, no matter your relationship status, sexual orientation, or gender. Beducated's courses are designed to help you enjoy sex more, build confidence, and communicate better. And there are courses about everything from sexual exploration and technique to relationships, connection. Yeah, I'm talking BDSM, Tantra, uh, how to do things like fisting, pegging, uh, and practical resources like navigating non-monogamy, online dating, and so much more. And they have such great educators. One is someone you might know, friend and frequent guest of the show, Luna Matadas. 
Let me tell you about a couple of her courses. One is rough sex, conquering the myths about it, how to explore your feelings around rough sex and understand your boundaries, techniques you can use, communication skills for maximizing pleasure, and a heck of a lot more. Or hand job techniques, solo or with a partner. Now, you know how much I value quality, erotic, and intimacy education, and how much I embrace a lifelong learner mindset in these areas. These are the exact kinds of classes that changed my outlook on sex and inspired my career as a sexologist. And what educated courses teach you is key to getting the great sex and connection that you want. And you know, I also value a good value too. So as a listener of American Sex, you can invest in your love life and join Beducated now from just $10 a month. You can get 40% off the yearly pass with my coupon code, SUNNY, S-U-N-N-Y. Or you can try all of Beducated courses for one day for free, and you won't be charged for the first 24 hours, and you can cancel at any time. Yes, that's access to over 100 online courses from top experts, and there's no risk you get a 14-day money-back guarantee. So use that code SUNNY, S-U-N-N-Y, at Beducated.com to get 40% off Beducated's yearly pass. Two different people came up to me, uh, one themselves and one in relation to another person and said, uh, your talk, your 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 speech motivated them to leave their relationships, and I was like gut punched because on the one hand, wow, good. On the other hand, oh, that you feel that sadness of the loss, but it's a sadness of the loss of an illusion, mm-hmm. right? Like the fact that these people felt that something that I said flipped that breaker, right? Like, it's not that I did anything. It's that they sat before me in their own shit and then said, you know what? Enough of this shit. And stood up and walked away from it. Uh-huh. Like, that's fucking remarkable to me. Like, that to me was the the heaviest ever because I was like, you allowed yourself to sit in this stagnant constricting place because you were too afraid you know and this is the thing i told people i was like it's not easy i did spend between the last time i was in a power exchange relationship and 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 you know when i finally sort of cranked that back up there was a good 15 years and those 15 years were not barren and sad i had great relationships i had an amazing life and i lived it Like I was not sitting around waiting for something to happen. And I certainly did not stay because this is my specialty. Once it has been made clear to me that I am not being appreciated, I am the fuck out. The longest I have stayed in a relationship where I was not being treated right was one year. And that was when I was in my 20s. And since then, that time frame has gotten shorter and shorter. And the last relationship I had where my shit was not being met, it was a month. Like I was like, I was like, ultimatum time you have 30 days oh look you can't even fucking meet that you can't even call me three times a week goodbye yeah yep. <laughs> and, and i mean that's a perfect example right there of like 
you know, because people will will look at that and, you know, be like, oh, but you're submissive. How can you be so? That sounds like a femdom talking there. It's like, no, that's a human having boundaries. And it mm-hmm. doesn't matter what your kink role is. You don't give up your fundamental boundaries or you shouldn't no. be expected to. But so many of us think that's yeah. what kink is. And it's that's fucking what submission not. Is, that's what dominance is. I mean, this is the thing. Like until I started hearing from tops and dominance that they were having their fucking boundaries rolled over by by other people who were like, well, you're a dominant, so you have to X, Y, and Z. You're a kink right? dispenser. Like, you have to do what I have the consent and I make the rules. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, well, you have to you have to tell me what to do. Like that's a lot of work. You know, this is the thing. I have one fucking job in my slavery. Make his life better. That's my that is that is that is the entirety of my job description. Now, how I do that varies from day to day, week to week, month to month, sometimes moment to moment. And sometimes it involves a lot of pushing and a lot of yelling and a lot of running around and 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 and, and freaking out. But that's my job. Mm-hmm. And I would not trade that job for any motherfucking thing. And if that job might look bossy to you, well, that's what I'm paid to do. But here's the thing. Learning to be the type of slave who's like, hello, hello, fix this. Got me to where I was when I was still working in corporate fucking land. Because like the people I work for knew that I would step into shit if shit got serious. Uh And I cannot tell you how many times that worked beautifully. And people are like, what? I'm like, yeah, no, I did walk into my boss's office. Hilariously, like I had like a deadline. He had not signed a thing. And he he had blown me off all day. And then when he was in the meeting, like with the CEO and the CFO and everyone else, I walked in and they were like, oh. Why is your admin here? I'm like, because she needs this sign. <laughs> and he was like, and I said, no, 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 no. You've been blowing me off all day. You want this money? You want your money, right? Don't you, Richard? Sign this, please. Yep. And they're like all sitting there looking at me like, ooh. And I'm like, yeah, you wish you had an admin this good. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And it, I mean, that's a perfect example of like, you know, getting done what needs to get done. And like, exactly right. I, I love putting things outside of the context of kink. Because when you lay it out to people like, yeah, I was the admin, but I needed this shit because it's my responsibility to, you know, check off X, exactly. Y, and Z. It's like, oh, that makes sense. So translate right. it over to an S type in kink. Same fucking thing. Like, for me, as a top, it's funny because like, as a top, I can, I uh, compare it to like, my old corporate life. And it's funny because like me, I'm not great at like, I don't know, kink gives me a reason to embody parts of my personality that maybe in like my default life, I'm still like, oh, should I be uh," like, it just gives me this to just be like, do it without overthinking it. And for me, I am and some people say like, oh, well, that's, you know, you're being a lazy top when let's say there is something like I like to do a lot of like, like, long-term like gamified contracts where we'll do like you know a month yeah. two, three months and it's like okay we have these rules and if you get this accomplished then that happens and you know maybe there's a little yeah. game of chance we'll roll some dice for some of it and it's a lot to put together like there'll be a whole document outlining exactly and for me I'm like you know people would expect me to put together because <laughs> I'm the top it's like no I am the top so I'm gonna delegate you take the foot first stab at putting it together so you can do all the excel sheet formatting and all that blah, 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 blah. And then I'll come in and I'll be the boss and I'll be like, this part is great. This part, go back, you know, change it to this and that. That's yeah. me being, people look at me and go, 
why did your sub do all that work? Because, because I'm delegating. Exactly. Exactly. It's what you need. Yeah. This is and this is the thing that mastery and slavery are. They should be aspects of what your needs, wants, and desires are. And that's it. Yep. Like, what do you need? What do you need in a relationship? And then desires, like little, like the the cherry on top. What what are the other things that would make this like chef's kiss just extra perfect? Mm-hmm. You know, all of those things are part and parcel of the negotiation that you first have to do with yourself to figure out what the fuck you need, right? This is the fucking problem, bro. No one knows what they need, right? Yes. People don't even goddamn know. So they're just like, uh, I uh, like if you were to be honest, like if you were to ask the spouse meister. What he needs, what he needs, and wants from our relationship now versus what he thought nine years ago, it would you would it would be hilarious. <laughs> because there would be there would be way more like group sex orgies on the front edge of that, and I'm like, do you know the logistics? You have no idea the logistics of orgies and and group sex and all this shit. It's a lot, bro. Mm-hmm. You know. Whereas now, as I said before, make my life better. Like, what does that encompass? It encompasses many things. And some of those are things that I don't love. But the fact is, on the back end, if it's service to the greater good, and the greater good is making his life awesome, because guess what? If his life is awesome, my life is fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, you know, I, I'm so glad that, like, you know, A, you exist. B, you, you have such a platform whether it's your own podcast tiktok you know all the play here you coming on this podcast and like letting people know what this really looks like so like also when i'm when i'm hearing you talking i'm i'm like bringing it back to my you know because we all bring shit back to our own we hear shit and we apply it to our own lives and i'm like with me and community i've kind of come to the the place that i'm like ah it was fun while it lasted. I think, yeah. I, you know, for lots of different reasons. Yeah. Um. And now I'm like, hmm, maybe this is just a temporary in between until like the right. next, you know, relationship with community. You know, when they say like when you're looking for a partner, if you look, they love her. It'll happen when you least <laughs> expect it. You know, <laughs> like, I mean, maybe my is- next community, you know, partner, whatever. I don't know. The thing that I found, and this is, things change. There's never, the the one constant is change, right? I wouldn't have gone to that conference if Tomo had not stepped in and taken over. And had I not been at that conference, I might not have found out that another conference that was on my blacklist was taken over by other people who I absolutely adore. You know, several years ago, a conference that was run by someone else who blacklisted me, um, that person passed away. And so they were no longer doing that conference. Shit changes, right? And this is the reality is that, and I have changed as well. I'm definitely not the exact same person I was many years ago. Um, I'd like to think it's changed for the better. I certainly am more experienced and I'm definitely more patient. And so those things for me looked like saying, okay, well, let's take a look at what the community is now. Because there are people who are in community now who were not alive when I first got involved in the scene. Yes. Okay. Like in as much as that makes me like want to weep on the inside, that's fucking awesome. Mm -hmm. There are people there who are coming in 
for whom I have always existed as a person in the community, right? Like I have to, I have to like meditate on that. Yeah. I have to think about the fact that there are people who have been involved in the community for like twice as long as I have, who I still know, who are still here, right? So there's all that combination of people you meet once and then never see again, and people who've been there before you, who'll be there after you, everything else. It's, 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 it's like looking at a river. It's the same, but it isn't, right? Mm -hmm. And so jumping back in, I'm like, oh, it's warmed up a lot. This river is a lot cleaner. When I was a kid, you could not swim in the fucking Hudson River. You would probably dissolve. (laughs) And now there are kayakers and people doing standing, you know, paddle boards. And I'm like, get out of there. You're going to just, no, I guess it's clean now. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. That's a similar thing for the community. I feel as though there is definitely a shift. There's definitely a, a, a sea change occurring. And my favorite indicator of that was that someone uh, shared with me that, you know, people can give these sort of anonymous feedback forms at the end of a conference. And apparently one person anonymously stated that they and their other Caucasian friends felt a bit uncomfortable at this conference. And I said, oh, your, your whiteness made you uncomfortable at a leather conference? Fantastic. Right. Fantastic. Oh my God. Like I just, my nipples are hard. I'm going to snap them right off my body with delight. Like, first of all, who the fuck are you? Just step forward. So I could just, we can just know. But second of all, good, good. I don't know what could have made you uncomfortable. The black people, was it too many black people? Were you mad because like the indigenous people like took up the first 20 minutes of the, of the opening ceremonies that that was that just too much for you? Yeah. Like, what was it exactly that made you, quote unquote, uncomfortable? You know, was it, was it, you know, I, well, I actually had like a white woman who was uncomfortable about a joke I made at the expense of white people in my keynote speech. I made some joke about like white people not understanding slang. And her point was that wasn't this also racist. And I was like, wow. Ooh, oh, no, honey. Hey, did you hear? Manscaped has gone above the belt. That's right. In addition to their um, down there grooming products we know and love them for, Manscaped now has beard products too. And you can get in on the action at manscaped.com. And don't forget to use code SUNNY for 20% off plus free shipping. Allow me to introduce the Beard Hedger Pro Kit, the ultimate package that makes it easier than ever to craft that signature look. It all starts with the Beard Hedger Trimmer. It has a titanium-coated T-blade that is tough on hair, but smooth on your face. This waterproof cordless trimmer has a rotary wheel that gives 20 hair cutting links all with one guard so no more messy drawers full of add-ons and the kit also comes with four dermatologist tested formulations for post-trim care and by the way they smell great the pro beard kit also comes with three free gifts a beard brush a comb and scissors to ensure that beard is ready to impress and now that upstairs is taken care of don't forget about behind the scenes 
Try Manscaped's Performance Package 4.0 for the full body grooming experience. It includes the Weed Whacker 2.0 nose hair trimmer and all of the other below-the-waist grooming products that Manscaped is known for. So get 20% off and free shipping with code SUNNY, S-U-N-N-Y, at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping at M-A-N-S-C-A-P-E-D.com and use our code SUNNY. I tell you, I am constantly busy. I don't have time for anything, even feeding myself. I've microwaved so many cans of soup on the go that I cannot take it anymore. Oh, you can relate. Well, I've got good news. I found a solution to the microwaved canned food situation. Green Chef. Green Chef is the number one meal kit for eating well, with dinners that work for you, not the other way around. And Green Chef makes eating well with plants to fit every lifestyle, whether you're keto, paleo, vegan, vegetarian, gluten-free, or just looking to eat more balanced meals, Green Chef offers a range of recipes to suit your preferences. Now, they deliver fresh food to my door, packaged by the meal with easy recipe cards to follow. Now, let me stress the fresh and easy part. So, fresh, beyond fresh, quality, seasonal organic produce and unique farm fresh ingredients like rainbow carrots, bok choy, kale, zucchinis, peppers, cabbage, olives, and and if you're a meat eater, USDA certified organic beef, chicken, salmon, etc. And easy, I mean, it is so convenient. All those vegetables I talked about, pre-chopped, ready to go, like all the ingredients, sauces, spices, dressings, all of it prepped and pre-portioned for you. And fast, easy, they're quick breakfast, 10-minute low-prep nutritious lunches, and of course, dinners too. And in addition to all of the different ways of eating they satisfy, they now have their newest offering, which is protein packed. Each recipe includes an average of 40 grams of protein. So here's what you're gonna do. Go to greenchef.com slash sunny60, that's S-U-N-N-Y six zero, and use that code sunny60 to get 60% off and free shipping. Again, greenchef.com slash sunny60 and use that code sunny60 for 60% off and free shipping. You know, I, I well, I actually had like a white woman who was uncomfortable about a joke I made at the expense of white people in my keynote speech. I made some joke about like white people not understanding slang and her point was that wasn't this also racist and I was like wow Ooh, oh no honey if there's anything that they should feel uncomfortable about it's like not doing the self-work before they got there to not feel uncomfortable like Mm -hmm. (laughs) well I mean the thing is that this this particular conference was not known let us say for being very inclusive things change. Exactly. And it's like, you know what, uh, evolve or die. And perhaps it's time for you to die off. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, literally, I mean, like, you know, go home. Right. Yeah. 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 And uh, you know, and it's this is part of the reason that I stayed is that I was like, I, I, I hate to leave when I feel like then they, for some variable of they win. If the authentic people, if the loud slaves, if the obnoxious bottoms don't stick around, what happens? Yeah. 
you know, you get mired into, and I was like, I don't want that because Mm -hmm. ultimately there's so much benefit that I have gathered over the years. Like I fucking love perverts. I'm sorry. I love us. And I, and I, and I, and I, I just feel so much more whole again, that it's back as a solid part of my life. And that I was centered as an African-American woman. Yeah. Like that I was centered, that my experience mattered that an entire conference run by white people, a white person essentially was like, here's how I'm going to make this work. Here are the non-white people in my inner circle who are advising me, right? Like problem number one, white people like, how do I get diverse? I'm like, ask your brown for, oh, you don't have any. So your life is not in a position where you can do this work. So do that work first, get your life in order. Uh You're not gonna integrate a conference if you have no no one in your in your life in your heart you won't know us so what are you doing nothing really mm-hmm. yeah. it's lip service at that point and this is what i tell people i'm like if you have to come and find me then you already have indicated to me what your problem is <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. And just seeing that shift is so fucking amazing. It's so good. It's so good. And I just feel so energized by that. And the, I mean, just from other kinky people, the support I received for the kink doula stuff, the majority of leads I've gotten are from other kinky folks who are just like, yeah, I want to talk about it. I want to talk about my shit to someone who's been there, who I trust. Because people get to where we are, right? Where they're like burned out or jaded or tired or not seeing themselves or not feeling accepted. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, you know, because my fear is always that people are going to be like, who does she think she is? She ain't. Whereas like the only pushback I got was from one person who was like, bitch, I can't believe I didn't come out with this. (laughs) That is funny. (laughs) <laughs> they were like, they were like, shit. And I was like, yeah, it's already yeah, paid. Money. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I have to say, like, for me, because I was feeling burnt out and I still like in person community, like, I don't know, you know, pandemic. I'm one of those like super COVID right. conscious people. So I haven't done yes. jack shit. Um, but even like a couple of years before that, like the local community that I was in, just, you know, there was shit. It was just sum it up to there is some shit, you know? And I was just like, I need to step back. And like, I think for me, even though right now these days I'm mostly online, but you know, a lot of people debate, like, well, is that even community? Uh, Yes. And I mean, it's different, but yes, like in a different way. So it's not, you know, it's not you talking to yourself exactly exactly it's like is there there different flavors of bullshit oh yeah is there there a lot of you know superficiality you know and oh yeah but is like do you find your people and have like those heart moments yeah too Um, absolutely but for me it you know coming back to like tiktok just like breaking out of my bubble of like you know, the people in my local area, certain right. sort of mindset, certain age group, all of that, just like yeah. getting out there and connecting with so many different people that really re-energized me. And I'm hoping, yeah. I'm hoping to find my re- re-energization, whatever, <laughs> uh, you know, in person at some point, but like for people who are listening, going like, yeah, 
because I think we've all had a big reckoning with what's yes. important in, in our lives, with like the, the bullshit in our in our families chosen or otherwise that we don't want to put mm -hmm. up with anymore. Um, mm -hmm. So for people who are like, yeah, maybe I would like to, you know, find my community again. Yeah. What, what words do you have for them? For, they're just like waiting. Like, is it going to find me? What? what? I, 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 for, for people who are looking to rejoin, like dip a toe in, just start to do a couple of small things. You know, again, COVID conscious as possible. I know that a lot of people are just like, everything's fine, but a lot of people are not, you know, due to health issues. Um, but it's also the weather is getting better in North America now. So, you know, having lunches that are outside, you know, at, at, a, at a, an open patio cafe sort of thing. I think finding the ways that you need to be fed and then figuring out how the kink community, the leather community can feed you is best. Know what you need first. Mm -hmm. Because as you mentioned, for some people, online is enough. Maybe you just need a chat group where you can say your fucked up fantasy and have people go, well, let me help you with the logistics of it. <laughs> so that might be funny enough for some folks, right? And so figuring out what you need first and then saying, okay, where does the king community maybe meet that need? Because maybe all you need is like to go to a dungeon party and to see some sexy times, right? Like Spousemeister is a voyeur. Part of his energy is watching people play. I don't give one single fucking shit. I can go to a convention and not set foot in the dungeon once unless I'm playing. I don't care. But for him, like even just going to a kink event and being among all the sort of like sensuality juices flowing energizes him. Like walking around a dungeon and soaking in all the sights is great for him. Maybe that's all you mm -hmm. need. Maybe you just need to like read a couple of books and get those juices flowing. But figure out what you need first and then go to the buffet. Don't wander up and down the buffet without knowing what the hell you're even like. Are you keto now? Like what you need to figure out like what your dietary needs are before you jump back in. And if you go with a purpose, you are more likely to have that purpose fulfilled. You know what I'm saying, right? So if I go and I say, you know what? I just need to socialize casually with some kinky people. A munch is great for that. If you're like, you know what, I really need like to soak myself in a uh, an immersive situation, right? Like, I'm 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 I actually have a couple of immerse of what is it immersion mm -hmm. seminars, like a, a day events that I'm doing over in the UK because folks in the local community were like, we need you to come and talk to us like like for like a few days. Then <laughs> so they're like, I was like, okay, we can do it. So like. I'm doing that for folks where it's just like me going, ah, stop being dorks for three days in a row, right? Like figure out where you need to get those needs met. And it'll be a lot easier for you. Like, what do you actually really, truly deeply need? And then from there, you can go off and jump off and do the fanciful shit, but know what you need in order to feel like yourself again. Like what part of it feels missing? What part of it fed you before? And go and like take a little nibble of that and see if it still feeds you. Yes. That would be my first recommendation because there's so much out there that we can do even with modified duty, right? Even with trying to keep ourselves safer, you know, with bad viruses floating mm -hmm. out there. But find the way to do it that is healthiest and safest for you. And plus, if you are a kinky person who is very aware of, of protocols for COVID, and you're not seeing that in your local community, make a munch for people who are like fucking, you know, who need yeah. that. 
that's something that will be met. You're like, look, we're going to do all those protocols. We're going to have all this shit. We're going to step up to that plate, create that space. Mm-hmm. You know, when I first got sober and I was going to AA meetings and I was perpetually getting like either leered at or, you know, backed away from if I brought up SM at all, which I did because SM was a lot about my healing, right? It was a lot about my sobriety as well. Like in the Bay Area, it was like no alcohol at events is typical standard. So when my alcoholism got out of control, I stopped going to events because I was not going to show up drunk, but I couldn't show up sober because being sober hurt by that point. And so once I was sober and going to AA meetings and figuring, well, I can't talk about that and I have to censor myself. And then another kinky person saying, well, you know, there used to be a kinky AA meeting. And I'm like, what happened to it? Oh, wait, a a meeting run by pervert alcoholics fell apart because of drama. I'm shocked. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. So I was like, fuck it. So I restarted it. And, and, And safe word as a meeting, I believe, is still running. Um, I'm, how old am I? I got sober in seven. So I just have my, whoops, I just think I just turned 16. It's been going for like 14, 15 years now. It's still going. Wow. Because no one was doing it at the time. And I stepped in and fucking did it. So if you are someone for whom these protocols are necessary, make your space, do that. Make a COVID safe brunch, get together perverts, figure out how to do that again. That would be something amazing. There's always room for you to innovate. And when you are coming from a place of what you need, I believe the universe will help you find the way to to your heart and to get all those needs met. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. It's so simple, but so hard all at the same time. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Oh, thank you. Every time. It's like... (laughs) Damn, oh God, every it, t- it is almost 10 o'clock. Oh shit. Look it's 9.42. Woo! We got on this Look phone at eight, yo. Oh my God. What the hell? I literally Double like episode, I looked over, maybe. I have like I have my little like <laughs> um my little thing here and I was like, is that an eight? No, that's a nine. <laughs> yeah. It's it's like when we it's like we just like time disperses and we go to our own, I don't know. Um but so hopefully you know like we're talking in the future here when people are listening, hopefully yeah. I'll be able to like put a little like uh kink doula info somewhere yeah, yeah, in yeah. this episode. But like give us the 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 spiel. What you got going on? So you got kink doula, something UK, anything else? Com. Check that out. On the events page you will see upcoming events. Those are UK based right now. Um but you're invited. Let's say you're like, you know what, I haven't been to Inverness, Scotland. Let me spend a few days hanging out with perverts and then go see the fucking Scottish countryside. Do it. Because early summer in the UK is gorgeous, gorgeous, fucking beautiful. The weather's lovely. Um, and I'm doing also a class in uh, in uh, London, I believe. So uh, it's European-based right now. But here's the thing. I am my own fucking engine of awesomeness. So if you are somewhere and you're like, you know what? We need her to come here. Scrape the money together. Contact me. You want to do like there's 10 of you. You want to get 10 people together and do a retreat. Let's talk about that. You want to hire me for fucking your own personal consultation? Let's talk about that. You want to do like Zoom calls where I yell at you because you need me to yell at you to take care of yourself more effectively? (laughs) (laughs) 
because you are treating yourself like poop because you're a pervert and you don't think you're worthy of love, I will yell at you for exactly one hour <laughs> about why you're awesome and worthy of love and protection and, and support and everything beautiful in life. So basically, you know, the whole King Tula, you know, because doula, which is so funny, like, so when I came up with this, I was like, wait, am I stepping on the feet of like doula doulas? And then a, a woman who's a birth doula was like, no, doula just means woman who serves. And I was like, what? How did I not know that? Yeah. And, and she was like, yeah. So like, that's what the, so like we're birth doulas. They're death doulas, you know, um, also. And I was like, oh, I need that because I have a whole thing that's like this. But I actually am like deeply fanatophobic. Like I have issues. Like when Georg and I have to talk about end of life shit, whew, I got to hit, I got to hit a, a gummy before I can like get there without crying. But you know what the, what the birth doula said was she said, I think King doula is perfect because you know, what you're helping people to do is to birth a part of themselves. Right. Yeah. And I was like, yes, be more perverted. <laughs> oh, I love it. It is so perfect. It is so Perfect. And so it's like, yeah, so it's just basically me meeting folks where they are. And I very much am open to what it is that people need. And if it's something that I can help them with, I will. And if it's not, I'm like, I'll let people know, you know what, that's outside of my scope. I might be able to refer because, you know, one person contacted me and I was like, you, it sounds like you more want lessons. And in which case, like, here's some people who offer rope bondage lessons. I think that, that likes hands-on shit with someone who teaches rope bondage would be great for you. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I'm more of like, you know, working from the neck up here with this sort of thing. So, right. Uh, but again, you won't know unless you do the exploration and give yourself permission. So even if you're just like, I don't know, whatever, like having a chat with people who are literally confused as hell would also be delicious and fantastic. Mm -hmm. And those conversations yeah. are sometimes the best. Yeah, yeah. Ugh, it's magic. You're I'm magic. So you do magic. You make more magic. Like, it's just, oh my goodness. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Just like for this, for you, for everything you do. And I'm rhyming. The timing. I now I have that old Budweiser song in my head. For all you do, this buds for you. <laughs> yes. And now, now, why do I have a, now? Like my head is being filled with old beers. Like hams, the beer refreshing. Hams, the beer refreshing. Hams. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Why are they well, all you in my head? And you can hide, but there's no way you can deny it's gonna get you. Oh, English, 800. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, well, this has been freaking amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. you are the bomb. I love you so much. You're the bomb. I love you, too. Bye. Official ending. Thanks for listening to American Sex. What's that? You want more? Well, you can start by streaming our TV show on Showtime, Sex with Sunny Megatron. Then pop on over to SunnyMegatron.com. Everything's there. You can get updates on my new book, check out my sex ed and BDSM workshops, learn how to book me for your organization or for coaching. You know, we also want to hang out with you too, right? So come join our Discord community. Or follow along on TikTok or Instagram, Twitter, all the social media. I'm Sunny Megatron everywhere. And you can catch Ken on Twitter or tune in to his weekly D&D &D games on Twitch. 
If you want to support the show, a great way to do that is simply to tell people about it. Make a TikTok or tweet about your favorite part of this episode. Oh, and don't forget to subscribe and leave a review too. And if you're a ride or die American fucker, you're going to want to join our Patreon community. We'll send you official American fucker stickers and you'll get a lot more too at patreon.com slash American sex. Now, just in case you happen to be one of the few that still has disposable income in this late stage capitalist hellscape. Well, when you're shopping for a new sex toy, BDSM gear, kink academy membership or other things, please patronize our sponsors and affiliates. You'll get a discount and it helps us too. win win. All those links and codes are in our show notes. Thanks, American fuckers. We appreciate the heck out of you. See you next time.